Hello everyone, I'm Gabe Godsman, joined with Scott Pirak from 88.9 The Bridge. With the high school sports season starting back up, student athletes are getting ready to play in the most unusual season in high school history. No fans, a shortened season, and safety precautions all around will make 2021 a unique year for everyone. Today, we are joined by star center for the MIHS boys basketball team, David Pickles. David is coming off a first-team all-Kinko season and looks to lead the Islanders, who are fresh off a Kinko championship, where he scored 11 points, including the first seven of the game. So welcome, David. Thank you so much for joining us. And the first question we had was, we know that both of us getting a lot more sleep during March and April. We grew a little bit during COVID, but you are, you're, what were you? You were 6'9 before the pandemic even happened. Did you grow at all because of more sleep or more rest? Are you like 7'9 no. now? No, I'm still a six foot nine. Um, no, no height, but you know, I agree. I'm just getting a little bit more sleep, a little bit more rest. So no complaints there. Right. You're feeling good. Okay. Now getting into the real questions. How did the first few months of the pandemic affect your training at all? Did you feel a little bit like you were uh, lacking behind? I, mean, I know everyone was, so you probably didn't feel too far behind. And also, did you expect now almost 12 months later that we would still be in this situation where there's a possibility of having a delayed season or no season at all? I think originally I was in a similar boat as every other um, student athlete out there. Uh, you know, it was, it was hard to find places to train um, when you could train, you know, living in Seattle, it's not, it's not always the easiest to get outside um, practice. Unfortunately, um, that's what we had to do. All the gyms closed down. Um, you know, the high school gym was closed, the boys and girls club, um, private gyms uh, elsewhere were also closed. So myself, as well as other teammates, turned to the resources they had available. Um, so, you know, we got started playing a lot at Lake Ridge Elementary School or the lid on the north end. Obviously, those aren't the most ideal circumstances because, you know, you're outside in an uncontrollable environment compared to, you know, the high school gym where, um, you know, you have a nice wooden floor, nice backboards, hoops, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, so there's definitely a little bit of a, sometimes you take a corner three and the slope would be off and you'd you'd airball it by a couple feet just because of the height difference. <laughs> um, but, you know, you had to learn to overcome and adapt. And I think that's something that will carry a long ways um, being able to make the most out of this situation. You know, obviously as we're kind of loosening up a little bit, um, the high school team actually just started practicing indoors again. Um, so we're inside the high school gym twice a week, um, you know, wearing masks, all that stuff, um, which is great to be back inside. But, you know, a lot of the a lot of the growth that came during this offseason actually happened on the outdoor courts, which is you know, an experience I won't ever forget. And you were talking about the growth and with your talent and success so far on the high school and club teams, there's obviously a possibility of playing basketball at the college level. Even if you are going to focus on academics, how has the communication between universities and athletes like you changed during COVID? Um, that's a great question. You know, it's been, it's been very hard. The NCAA, um, depending on what league, there's been two routes. Um, D2 and D3 schools have completely canceled their seasons. Um, so they're, they're, they're not playing any games. Um, you know, obviously the NCAA Division One is still happening. Um, Pac-12, ACC, all those games are occurring. Um, but as a result, all the uh, college student athletes have been granted an extra year of eligibility. So if you're a current senior this year, you'll be a current senior next year. Um, so, you know, there's a little bit of overlap. Um, prior to the, the, their seasons taking place, there's a lot of communication, all was going well. Um, you know, using a lot of old film, a lot of it's electronic. So, um, you know, you send a game film over, you send your highlights over to a coach, they'll watch it, they'll reach back out to you. 
um, a lot that was all through online um, text and call and obviously couldn't couldn't go visit or meet any of the coaches in person. It's easy to think, okay, you know, now COVID's winding down a little bit. You're getting back into action. You're starting the basketball season in just um, a few months. It's easy to think, okay, we're all going back to normal. But in reality, it's not going to be normal at all. There's not going to be any fans in the stands, like I mentioned earlier. So what do you think is um, going to be the biggest factor without um, with a home game? You know, in the gym, it can get really loud in there, and that obviously is very helpful for you guys. What's it going to be like uh, – to have a home game without fans and also what's it going to be like to have an away game where maybe you're going on the road to Bellevue but there's no fans there to, to boo you guys if you miss a shot yeah I mean I definitely think that what makes high school sports so unique is being able to play in front of your community um, whether that's your fellow classmates or parents or people that have no affiliation with any of the players um, coming to watch the games and I know one game that remind that sticks out to me um, was last year, the 2019-2020 season, when we played Bellevue at home, and it was a sold-out crowd. Um, I'm sure you guys were there calling the game. Um, that was a great experience. Um, so obviously, we'll miss times like that. But I think that it'll be a completely different environment. I don't think there's going to be any true home games or true away games, um, just because you know sometimes you do feed off the crowd's energy. Um, you know, I personally like walking into both home games and away games and, and seeing like for us last year at home against Bellevue, it was great uh, feeling all the, the cheers and the, um, the atmosphere that it was in. But at the same time, it's fun to go into a, an unfamiliar or uh, quote unquote hostile environment um, where, you know, maybe if you miss a shot, the crowd gets underneath or starts chanting something at you and that kind of fires you up. So, so I'll definitely miss that. And I think that's a big, big part of, um, high school sports and that'll go that'll definitely go noticed um but you know like I said I don't think there's gonna be any true home true true home or away games um but I think it'll be fun yeah we'll make the most out of the situation expect a lot of bench energy and um it'll be easier to communicate with people on the court here's what I'll say we're I think we're gonna be allowed in there so we'll try to be as loud the three fans that are there will be will be very loud I'm sure you'll be able to (laughs) And you talked about practicing at Lake Ridge and Island Crest and now finally getting back into the high school. And our question is, if the season has to stop for a few weeks in the middle and you cannot practice, how would you and your teammates handle that? Um, you know, it'll be hard. This season, um, as of now, obviously it's it's tentative. Um, but, you know, it's, it's scheduled to be a five-week season. And I think that it's such a short amount of time. And, you know, if you come down with the virus, it's two weeks, right? So that's you're going to lose automatically about half the season just just by that. So I think it's going to be very important that each each individual individually and as a team, we make sure that we do our best to stop the spread. You know, might have to sacrifice some social life. We're going to have to be wearing masks and practice. We're going to be, have to doing all the following all the specific guidelines just to be safe because we don't want to miss that. You know, about half that season. But you you know, if there is something that would happen that's um, not not the greatest uh, circumstance, you know, someone does come down with it. I think the team would rally behind that person and we would make the most out of the situation. You know, we would, we would find ways to keep in contact and keep, uh, keep practicing, coming together and developing as a team. All right. So finally, well, we got one more quick question after that, but I wanted to take a step back a little bit, just in general, your thoughts, any final thoughts on, you know, full return to sports and maybe the possibility you already mentioned that you're wearing masks two times a week uh, in practice inside but the possibility of playing games with masks on and just kind of in general, um, what your thoughts are like on the pros and cons of just returning to basketball and how excited you are. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm thrilled. I think it's a, an opportunity that we're very fortunate to have, you know, it's funny. I, I, I sweat a lot, right? So I wear those paper masks that, uh, 
you know, you might see a nurse wearing or whatever. And uh, I'll tell you what, like I'll be sweating so much when I, and then when I start running, I'll take an inhale and I'll get like sweat. <laughs> it'll just spray into my mouth and nose, which is just disgusting. But um, it's just the way it is. I think that, you know, in practice, we're wearing the masks and our coaching staff is, is doing a good job of um, enforcing those rules of keeping it above your nose, keeping it um, tight and whatnot. And then when you go to water breaks, you know, we're not huddled up in a group all having water and talking to each other in close quarters. Um, you have to spread out and really make sure we're around. I think that, um, you know, as, as long as students, uh, student athletes are being safe about it, um, you know, we do a daily screening uh, where you go on your Skyward account and you say, you have any symptoms, have you come in close contact, et cetera, et cetera. There's a little questionnaire we have to fill out every time, um, every day, actually. And I think that we're taking the appropriate measures where we're at a point in, um, in the situation where obviously the virus hasn't gone away, but um, we can continue to play safely and responsibly. All right. So finally, I th- I'm sure you probably get this question a lot, and I'm sure you get it not just in interviews, but every day. But I want to transform you, David, into an entirely new world where you're you're the same age, you're, everything's the same except you're 5'2", okay? You're 5'2", and now you're walking around school. What is one thing that you'd be like, wow, like that would be amazing to be 5'2"? Is it even the fact that now people won't mention the fact that you're 6'10", or 6'9", every single second of the day, or are there other things that you're like, wow, sometimes being tall, it's hard to reach down too far, or something like that? You know, I think that it would be nice to not have to duck through the doorways. That's something that I wouldn't miss. Um, yeah. Or, you know, the constant questions in the halls, how's the weather up there or <laughs> uh, stuff like that. It, you know, kind of like those moments, but they get repetitive and tiring. You know, it'd be changed to be 5'2". I don't, I don't know, Gabe, what's it like being so, so short oh, down there? I mean, oh, you tell me. <laughs> hey, I've grown a little bit since you last seen me. You'd be surprised. Yeah, no, I'm just giving you a hard time. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. Um, it's warmer. It's nice, yeah. yeah. But I think that, you know, it's, it's definitely unique. Uh, you don't see a lot of people this this height um so stand out definitely uh you know i don't know what i would do if i was if i was down there at five foot two that'd be something i'd have to explore you'd have to be a point guard then david yeah, yeah. <laughs> replace chris at the point guard all right well for the day one thing i will say is at six nine he's doing a great job there because he's a star center for the team and you can definitely catch him all season long having a great senior year so thank you david so much for joining us and we'll see you on the court Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Gabe. It's been a pleasure.